0: As an invitation invitation from Jesus come to me and these beautiful verses where Jesus is speaking himself he says the following he says come to me all you who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest now right there is something beautiful And it might have just gone right over your head. Come on, let it sink in deeper. Come to me, Jesus is saying. Your heavenly bridegroom is saying, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest. For your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I don't know how you feel about this passage, but every time I have read it over the years, it feels like a breath of fresh air just floods into my heart, floods into my soul. So beautiful. So beautiful what God offers. And I want to remind you that what God offers in the midst of a world that can be in great turmoil hasn't changed. What He offers is beautiful. What He offers is is love and peace. And He offers rest. And so in terms of this, uh, I was just thinking about the one aspect here. The first aspect is this aspect of labor and heavy laden. Mm. Labor and heavy laden. I want to ask you this morning, can you relate to that as you're listening to me today? Can you relate to feeling like you are laboring, like you are tired? You are worn out as you're listening, perhaps even to some degree burnt out. Are you carrying heavy burdens at this point in time, burdens that God has not designed for you to carry? Are you extremely weary at this point in time? Are you trying to live the Christian life based on your own strength and ability? Are you trying to depend on your own righteousness? Well, I want to tell you, there's good news. Things don't have to stay that way because there is help which comes from heaven. So here, Jesus is seeing people who are basically oppressed by the Pharisees. And all of the laws and, and junk that the Pharisees are putting on to the people of God. And it's a heavy burden. The Pharisees can't even carry this burden. And Jesus has compassion. And he sees these people, these sheep. And he tells them that there is a better way. That you can come to me. And the second thing that I see here is this aspect that Jesus gives rest for our soul. <laughs> he gives rest for our soul. Our text says, it says, come to me. What a beautiful invitation. And do you realize that this is saying that all that you and I need to do is come to him. I wanna remind you that God makes it easy. He makes a way where there seems to be no way. When there's a massive barrier of sin, he sends his son to provide a way. And when Jesus says, are you heavy and are you burdened? He makes it easy. He just says, come. And he wouldn't say come if he didn't open the way. And so there's this beautiful invitation. All we need to do is come. What does it mean to come? To come means to believe. To come means to receive. To come means to drink. To come means to enter in. What does it mean when Jesus says come? It means come and touch the hem of my garment. When Jesus says come, it means come and accept the grace that I pour out into your hearts. Come to me. And so our text says that I will give you rest. When somebody gives you something, it is a gift. The rest that comes from God is a gift to us. It is undeserved. It is unearned. It is simply a gift that he gives to you. And if you are feeling at this point in time, you desperately need rest of heart and soul. I want to say it's a gift that Jesus gives. And it also says that you will find rest for your souls. And I believe that the rest that is being spoken of here is firstly the rest of salvation that is found in Jesus Christ. Undoubtedly, that is the rest that is first spoken about. But also, in addition to that, it is the rest of of heart and rest of soul that we experience in our lives as we continue to live in relationship with Jesus. So first, it's the rest of salvation that comes when we bow our knee, confess our sins, repent of our sins, commit our lives to Jesus. There is this rest of salvation that we are saved. But then in addition to that, there is this rest of soul that day by day, Your heavenly Father is wanting you to walk in. And as you draw near to God, the rest becomes more apparent. As you long for the rest, as you receive the rest, then it becomes more apparent in your life because it is something that God wants to give as we draw close to Him. And just something which I noticed interesting in our passage, it says, Learn from me. How many of you want to learn from Jesus? I want to learn from Jesus. He says, learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart. Notice, Jesus didn't say, come and learn from me because I'm the most advanced thinker. He didn't say, come and learn from me because I can do super miracles that will blow your mind. Although he can do all those things. But Jesus said, come and learn from me because I am gentle and I am humble. Wow. Sometimes we are so focused on learning these great things and and great doctrines of the end times. And and sometimes Jesus is just saying, hey, come and learn from me. Just because I I want you to see my gentleness. I want you to see my humility. I want you to see my love. And then out of that place, when you begin to discover the doctrines of the end times and uh, all sorts of things, and pneumatology, eschatology, and so on, you will be able to understand them properly because it comes out of a basis of love. And so Jesus says, learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. I want to say to you folks, the other aspect that stands out to me is this, his yoke is easy easy and his burden is light. This is very beautiful. This is Jesus saying this to you. He says, my son, my daughter, you need to know that the yoke is easy and the burden is light. It reminds me of John, uh, 1 John 5 verse 3 in the New Living. It says, loving God means keeping his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome. Some people think that following Jesus is incredibly burdensome. Well, according to Scripture, it is not incredibly burdensome. Yes, it is, there are tough times that you face as the, as the flesh is crucified and so on. But I want to tell you that God is faithful to His Word. His commands are not burdensome. Essentially, it deals down to this loving Jesus And loving people around about us. And he even writes those laws on our hearts. You see, the Pharisees were putting heavy burdens on people. All these laws and regulations that people had to keep, they were being put on them as a heavy burden. But Jesus came to say that you can reject the Pharisaical legalism and instead you can come and you can walk with me and learn how I live and you will see these unforced rhythms of grace begin to flow in your life isn't God incredible wow wow and so the reason our burdens can become light because it says his burden is light the reason our burdens can become light is because we don't have to carry them alone. But Jesus is the one that says, I will come and help you. I will lift off this heavy load. And the word says that we should cast our cares onto him, for he cares for us. A statement that I'd like to read, just as I close off here, by a particular theologian saying the following. He says, A light burden does not mean that there are no problems, trials, or heartaches for the Christian, but it does mean that we do not have to bear them alone and that we are yoked with the one who gives sufficient grace for every time of need and everything that we go through. Can you say amen? Praise the Lord. And so I'm saying to you, people of God, Jesus is saying, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, And I give you rest. Amen. Well, it's time to partake in communion. I'd like to ask if on the uh, piano there can just be some soft background music as we partake in communion this morning. I hope you have the bread and the cup ready. And this table of communion is open to every single person who has a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Whether you belong to this church or not, that's not a problem. And I want to encourage you that if you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, if he's the Lord of your life, then you can partake in communion. And the scripture says as follows, Matthew 26, verse 26 to 28. Now, as they were eating, Jesus took bread. And after blessing it, broke it and gave it to his disciples and said to them, take, eat. This is my body. And Jesus is saying the same thing to you today. He went on to say, and he took a cup. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them saying, drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Let's lift up the bread right now. Father, thank you that this bread represents the body of Jesus Christ, which was nailed to the cross of Calvary and was broken so that we could be made whole. As we break this right now, we remind ourselves of what you went through on the cross. And we thank you that you did it because of your great love for us. We confess anything to you that hasn't been pleasing to you, that we've said or done or thought, we just confess that to you. And we thank you that we can receive of the covenant meal the body of the Lord broken for you. And now, Heavenly Father, it's a joy for us as followers of Christ. I can imagine there are many, many people watching this broadcast on television, listening on radio, and you are followers of Christ. And here we're about to partake of the cup representing the blood of Jesus. So, Lord, we lift up the cup and we thank you that your blood cleanses us from all unrighteousness and that through your blood, We are in right standing with the King of kings. And as we partake of this, we receive everything that you have for us, Lord. Every covenant blessing and everything that is entitled to us as heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, we receive it. The blood of the Lord shed for you. Let's partake. Now you just let a moment of gratitude arise in your heart. Heavenly Father, thank you so much. Thank you that we are in covenant relationship with you. Thank you we are the most blessed people on the face of the earth because of all that our God has done for us. And therefore, we will sing of your goodness. We will sing of your mercy. We will sing of your loving kindness, Lord. And there will always be a song in our heart because of all that you have done for us. So we thank you, Lord, for this time of communion. And we thank you that we stand tall as those that are sons and daughters of the Most High God. We thank you, Lord, in the precious name of Jesus. And we all say, Amen, Amen. So we'd like to thank you for being with us today. God bless you. Please let us know that, uh, well, we'd let you know that next Sunday we'll be back with you. Maybe you can tell some friends and family about this, and they can be a part of the service next Sunday. Thank you for being with us. God bless you.